Do you have a true story you want featured on this channel that I own and read stories for? Well, then go to AsTheRavenDreams.com slash submit or check the links down below. And of course, thank you as always. On the morning of Friday the 14th of May 2021, I drove out to go to work, the same street that I drive every single day. At the end of the road on the right, there is a mosque and it was especially busy. I remember thinking it must be the end of Ramadan since people are usually only at that mosque after work hours. To my right, there were cars trying to park cars lining up to turn into the street of the mosque, a man in front of the mosque in the parking lot, and a man crossing the road from the main street to the street of the mosque. To my left, there had been an accident. Someone drove through a fence of a house. The car was a four-wheel drive. It was charcoal in color, and there was a police car, ambulance, and a fire truck. I went to message my boss, but thought I should wait until I drive past the police to pull out my phone and use Siri to send a text. I drove past the accident and then messaged my boss, saying, Sorry, I'm going to be late. I was stuck in traffic because someone drove through a fence of a house. I still have this text message. I went about my day, got to work, and when my boss and I spoke about the incident and she and I were looking on the internet to find a mention of the accident. However, there was nothing we could find. My boss said, oh, it may be because no one was injured, and we left it at that. That night, my husband came home around 9.30pm as he was doing a late shift. We were on the balcony, debriefing about our day, as we usually would, and I say, oh, I actually got to work late today because there was an accident across the road from the mosque, and even more traffic because of everyone going to the mosque. He replied with, The mosque? Which mosque? I explained to him that it's the one at the end of our street, to which he responded with a puzzled look and said, That's been demolished for a while and I looked at him like he was crazy. So I explained the scenario, and I said there is 100% a mosque still there. People were walking into it this morning. Anyway, he said, Okay, jump in the car. Let's go. You'll see, there's no mosque. It was demolished. We drove up the road, and... He was completely right. The mosque was demolished and it's been demolished for a while, because there's a fresh concrete slab there. We later found out they demolished it on April the 30th of 2021. Also, the house across the road from the mosque that had the car drive through the fence was completely undamaged, and the fence was even different. It was a more modern beige steel fence, the fence I saw was a low one made of red brick. I broke down in tears and I walked up to the temporary fence that surrounded the demolished worksite to put my hand through it as if I was going to feel some sort of veil. 
I was a little hysterical. He decided to drive around and make sure I wasn't talking about a different road. Firstly, why would I be driving any other road when this is the only road I take, and it's the quickest way to get to work every day? Secondly, there was no damage to any other fence on any other street. Thirdly, no other streets have mosques on the corner right near our house. We then went home and I tried to do some research on Google Maps Street View. You can see the fence was sitting on top of a pre-existing red brick, which was obviously from the previous fence that must have been there. This led me to believe that the morning's happenings were all from the past. We also tried to find out if there was ever an accident there, but I couldn't find anything on Google regarding an accident on that street or into the house's fence. I've since posted on the suburb's Facebook page with questions and have received images of that house from the past with its low red fence, just like I saw from before 2014. I've also been made aware that the street that I'm mentioning has a history of being dangerous, as there have been many crashes as well as shootings where a man was killed outside that mosque. I can usually sense if something feels off, but that morning it was just like any other day. Well, that's basically the story, and I don't know what to think. I should mention that I have driven down that same street every weekday for the past two weeks. That mosque had been there every day. Granted, I don't usually notice it in the mornings because it's quiet and on the opposite side of the road. However, I always notice it on the way home since it's on my side of the road when I take the turn and there are usually cars parked there making the road narrow. So, I recently became a homeowner, and I'm doing some small DIY renovations. Yesterday, I bought a metal two-step ladder at a local DIY store. It wasn't cheap, but I thought I'll need it the rest of my life anyways, so it's a good investment. I also picked up an online order they had prepackaged for me, I distinctly remember picking up the bag and the ladder. The bag was in my right hand with my car keys, the two-step ladder with my left. It was awkward because it was entirely wrapped in plastic, so I dug in my fingers into the plastic bit while carrying it to get some grip, essentially making a hole in the plastic so I could grip the handle inside, if you know what I'm saying. I remember walking outside and placing the two-step ladder gingerly against my dad's car, and some older lady looking on while I did so. I opened the trunk and put the seat backwards so I could place it flat into the car, and I put the bag in the regular back area. I worked slowly thinking it was the safest way as I didn't want to scratch up my dad's car's inside either. I then called my mom to let her know that it was taking a bit longer for me to get home, 
because traffic was quite heavy, and I needed to return these blackout curtains at the discounter because they're too small for the windows I have in my new apartment. I remember quickly glancing behind me in the car while driving to the discounter because I suddenly had this weird gut feeling that the two-step ladder was missing, or that I forgot it. But I was wrong. It was right there. I dropped off the curtains and returned to the car. I noticed a missed call and called back. It's a woman named Jeanette from the DIY store. She said that she doesn't know why I got called. She takes a moment and asks her colleagues, and no one knows who called me nor why. I speculated with her that I must have forgotten something, but if this is the case, I'll either notice or I'll get a call back. She agreed. So, I drive home, park, yada yada, enjoy my evening. Fast forward to today, the two-step ladder is not in the car. I was too tired to bring the stuff in yesterday evening, so I was going to this morning before my dad needed the car. I drive over to the new place and park, open the trunk, and notice the two-step ladder is missing. I thought, well, maybe it fell behind in the crevice between the seats and the front seat, even though there's not enough space there, but it's not there. Then I called my dad, thinking maybe he took it out because it was shifting too much in its place or something. So I call him, and he says he didn't see any two-step ladder. Then I get this weird, sinking gut feeling. I check my wallet immediately to see if I can find the receipt, and it's there, and it says that I bought it. Then I call the store, asking if there is a two-step ladder around the cash register or outside that was forgotten, and there is. It was the same Jeanette woman who picked up, by the way. She remembered me from the day before and said the two-step ladder is still there, but the thing is, I don't recall that she and I talked about it that I left it behind. I told her that I was convinced that I took it and laughed it off. But now, I feel super weirded out and uncomfortable. Maybe I just remembered it all wrong or have some intense false memory that I created in my tired mind? Is that possible? Because that would be awfully detailed, wouldn't it? Edit. My mother picked up the ladder for me because I was unable to time-wise, and it did not have any of the plastic broken. I don't know if that's significant somehow. The more I think about this being a possible glitch, the more of this sickening gut feeling I get. Like, I just don't want it to be because how should I view reality if it is? And how does that affect my life, or all of our lives? It's too much for my mind to worry about when I have to DIY this entire apartment and other life's worries. The version of events where I'm tired and I imagined it all, it just gives me peace, so I'm gonna go with that from now on.
my friend of the past five years never existed. So this is going to sound crazy, but here it goes. Around five years ago, I moved to a new school during my senior year of high school. I didn't necessarily have trouble making friends as I joined the football team, and they were very welcoming of me. I enrolled in this sort of advanced PE class that was for the athletes in the school. That is when I met a dude named Tyler, who was a grade younger than me and was also on the football team. We instantly got along, and he became probably my best friend at the school. We would hang out outside of school, but for some reason, he never wanted to come over to my house, and never wanted me to come over to his house. I didn't think too much of it. Anyway, I graduated that year, and we haven't really talked much since... We would occasionally text about NFL, but nothing more than that. I had a dream last night about the guy, and when I woke up, I figured I would text him and see how he was doing. I couldn't find his contact in my phone, but that's not uncommon as I've had several new phones since I was in high school. I asked some of my old high school buddies if they had Tyler's number, and they acted like they had no idea who I was talking about. I even searched social media to see if I could contact him through that, but I still couldn't find him. I was feeling like I was losing my mind, so I asked one of my old buddies if they found him in the yearbook from that year, and he said he could not. I didn't bother to purchase a yearbook that year because that was my only year at the school. I even checked out Max Preps, a website that recorded the high school football rosters and stats, but I didn't find him on there either. After a couple hours of syncing iCloud photo data to my phone, I ended up finding a picture of me and him, but nobody seems to recognize him. I have no idea what's going on, and... I was wondering if anybody has shared a similar experience. Edit. A couple of people messaged me asking if I got his name confused. I guess it's possible, but I have a pretty solid memory of the guy's name because his first name was my middle name, and we used to call each other Tyler at the mall and stuff to confuse people. I absolutely remember his last name, too. Update. After requesting a records request from my high school, they told me they could not give out any personal data, but they did say that nobody by that name ever attended the school. Also, after paying a professional website to go through the one picture I had of him, they couldn't find any matches. After talking to several people from my high school on social media, all but one person said they had no recollection of him. The other person said they did remember me hanging out with one specific kid that he couldn't remember, but he couldn't verify it was Tyler. This whole experience has been pretty mind-blowing. I really do appreciate everyone's comments and messages. 
The most plausible explanation here is that he was possibly in witness protection, but wouldn't more people remember him? Especially being on the football team at a rather large public high school. Speaking of which, I've combed through the pictures and rosters from several websites of our team, and there's no trace of him. Sometimes, there are things in life that are genuinely unexplainable. However, sometimes you just have to accept these conditions, which I'm slowly learning to do. But thank you all for helping me on this bizarre mental journey. So, we still have no explanation for this one, and it seems like a small lapse in perception, but I don't know. My girlfriend and I spent most of our time sat in bed playing games. I usually use a controller to play my PC games if I'm not using my Switch. She's usually on the 3DS or Vita. Naturally, she plays Animal Crossing a lot, so... She was changing the game over from whatever was in the 3DS. Now, I want to make a point. We keep any games we have very organized, always in the correct case, stacked on the drawers beside the bed. We only pick up these boxes to take out the carts and then put them back immediately. The carts almost never leave our hands, so there's virtually zero chance of a loose cart ever ending up somewhere other than the device it's for, or its box. When she opened this box to take the game, it was empty. We assumed we must have made a mistake that we have never made before, and accidentally misplaced it. So we began tearing the room apart looking for the cartridge. She was looking around on the floor while I took apart all of the bedding, because my guess was it probably got lost in the duvet or under the sheets or something. I took each item of bedding and shook it vigorously to make sure the game wasn't stuck to anything. I took the duvet in particular, and I don't know the word for this, but it beat, wafted, shook it around a lot like the maids do on TV. I checked both sides of the duvet, and there was nothing stuck to it. Eventually, we got tired and gave up, saying we would look again later and it would probably turn up at some point. I put the bedding back on neatly, while once again double-checking both sides inside and out of each part. We finally got back into bed and picked up whatever it was we were doing. About 20 minutes later, I needed to pee, so I leaned forward and pressed my hand midway down the duvet for leverage to throw myself to my feet. Lo and behold, underneath my hand is the cartridge we were looking for, on top of the made duvet, which I batted and shook twice over, turned inside out twice over, and checked both sides of twice over. It was literally in the middle of the bed, the correct way up, facing us like it was carefully placed there. Now, I know this sounds like a lack of perception on our part, or 
Something like it stuck to the duvet, but that thing was beaten harder than a dozen eggs, and I checked it so many times. We just looked at each other like, how in the hell is it possible for that to be there right now? I just accepted that we were blind or tunnel visioning, but I still think about the impossibility of it being where it was, in such perfect neat placement after throwing the duvet around like a madman. She's never let it go either, and blames fairies or imps or something. But I would really prefer a logical solution, but I just can't reach one. <laughs> I hope I explained this well, and if I didn't convey the weirdness and impossibility of this happening, then I do apologize. I should also mention my girlfriend was absolutely not playing a prank here, because she would never do one without giving it away with her laughter, and she absolutely wouldn't lie about it one year later. She's honest to a fault. Back in 2016, I was working at this factory job where we weren't allowed to carry our phones with us. My usual time that I got out was around 4, due to me having to go to class around 4.30. But on this day, an incident at work happened where I had to stay over for about 30 minutes. So by the time that I had gotten to my car, I saw that I had three missed calls from my girlfriend at the time, and fearing the worst, I immediately called her back. She picked up the phone immediately, and she asked me why I didn't acknowledge her when I was driving by her on my way to school. I was puzzled by this because, well, for starters, I barely got into my car at work, and I hadn't even started the car yet. I asked her if she knew it was me for sure. She gave me a response as if I had called her a liar, and she couldn't believe me that I would ever say that. She continued to say that of course it was me because I was driving down the street next to her in my very distinguishable car, a Cutlass Oldsmobile, and of course, I myself am a very recognizable person, with my nerdy glasses and the work clothes that I was in. When she told me this, I immediately sent her a photo of myself with my job in the background, and once she received it, she got really quiet. She said in a very shocked, low tone, but I swore that was you. I didn't know what to make of this, because even her little brother said that it was me driving next to her. She did mention that I was sitting down in a very unusually stiff way, with my arms gripping the steering wheel very tightly. Also that I had a strange, uncomfortable look on my face, and that I looked white, as if I was sick or scared half to death. A few days had passed, and I drove to work at 6am, my usual start time. The sun wasn't up yet, and everything was still dark. Well, once I clocked in to work, my two co-workers slash friends came up to me and said, Hey, what the heck was all that about earlier? 
I didn't know what was going on, and I asked them what they meant. Well, my friends said that when they got to work at 4.45, they parked their cars and got out. Then, they saw me drive into the parking lot in my recognizable car and get out of the car. Before either of them could say hi to me, I immediately ran from my car as if I was being chased by someone. They kept on calling my name, but I was already long gone, running down the alley of other factories. The two of them were left clueless, and they just continued walking to our building. The story left me breathless, as I didn't know what to even respond with except saying, Are you sure it was me? Because I barely left my house about 20 minutes ago, and I just got here to work right now. They both swore it was me, and said it in a very truthful tone. Is this the case of a doppelganger that I have? A glitch in the matrix? A clone? Me having cases of lost time, or just me going crazy? Hmm. Who knows? This happened to me this morning when I got into work, and I have no idea whatsoever how it happened. I arrived at work this morning at 7.45 and sat in my car for nearly 10 minutes before gathering my lunch and exiting my car to head into work and clock in. My fellow office mates, eight of us total, tend to arrive after me two or three minutes before we begin our day at 8am. Today was different. When I exited my car and headed in for the office, none of my office mates had arrived yet. My co-workers who work in shipping and receiving, meanwhile, have been at work since 7.30 in the morning. I walked through the lobby, punched in the security code to access the warehouse, and headed for the break area to clock in on the biometric palm scanner. The device gave an affirmative message and displayed the time I clocked in, 7.56am. Great. I opened the refrigerator door and placed my lunch towards the back of the top shelf before heading to the one and only stairwell to my office. This is where the glitch happened. I walked up the flight of steps and, to my shock, all of my coworkers were already at their workstation. I asked completely startled, when did you all get here? They looked at me confused. Claire, our marketing manager, said we've been here for an hour. We're about to head into my boss's office for the production meeting. Where have you been? Still shocked, I said, Where have I been? It's only about three minutes before eight, oh, as I gestured towards my workstation. The time on my lock screen said 8.58 a.m. Somehow, I lost an hour of my time walking up the stairwell to go to my office. Does anybody have an explanation for how this could have happened? So that was this week's Glitch the Matrix collection. 
If you enjoyed it, please do consider hitting that thumbs up button and letting me know in the comments which story was your favorite or your thoughts on the video overall. That said, it's kind of warm in here. Um, yeah, let's move forward to the word of the week. Uh, last week's word, I don't remember what it was, but I'm sure it was a fun one. And I know for a fact I pinned my favorite sentence to the top comment. I'm sorry. I'm feeling a bit uh, silly, flighty, or empty-headed. Which is the definition of this week's word. Featherbrain. Featherbrain. F-E-A-T-H-E-R-B-R-A-I-N. It means a silly, flighty, or empty-headed person. That's right, I made the sentence pulling up to the word pertinent this time around because I can. I hope you all have a beautiful day, and I hope I will see you on the next video, and I hope you'll leave me a fun little story in the comments around the word featherbrain. That all said, my friends, I love you. I'll see you next time. And until then, sleep well.